This is episode six of the Online Course Guy podcast. I am Jacques Hopkins, the Online Course Guy, and this is the show where we show you how to turn your hobby or passion into a profitable online course. I was able to do just that with the piano, and now, after being an engineer for eight years, I'm proud to say I've supported my family with the income from my online piano course. I'm also joined today, as usual, by Nate Dotson, who is hard at work on his own online course. What's going on today, Nate? Oh, not much, Jacques. Just feeling pretty blessed with life this week. Had a good week and did a little volunteering this morning. Haven't hardly done anything from my online course and made a couple sales, so that was cool. Couple sales, huh? You said you said in the intro hard at work on our online courses and I <laughs> had to snicker at that because definitely not in that boat right now, but I was a month ago, that's for sure. Yeah, I may have to change the intro a little bit because when we first started talking, you certainly were hard at work because you had this great idea, you kinda had a course put together, you'd had a little bit of success with it, but it just it wasn't where it could be and it still isn't. You still need yeah. to put some hard work into it. Yeah, but, I know. But over the past uh, month, two months or so, maybe three months since we started talking, I would say it's a lot more successful than it was. Yeah. And when I when I go hard on computer work for a little bit, I just need some time to do other stuff and relax, do work with my hands and stuff for a little bit to recharge on that. But well, that's you. That's uh, that's you. Yeah. And that's good. And I'm I, I like doing computer work all day, but I certainly can't do it for sixteen, eighteen hours. I know some people are really grinders and they'll they'll get up first thing in the morning, start working and work all the way late at night. And that's that's not I'm somewhere in the in between that and I guess where you are. Yeah. Three three or four hours a day is a little too much for me. <laughs> I'm good with like an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. So people don't need to get get what you're saying wrong because I know you're still working out in the farm and you're doing yep. other things. You're just not in front of a computer for too many hours per day. Yep. Awesome. Well, you said you had a good week. I mean, you're talking about just a lot of different areas. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, did a lot of family stuff today. That's or this or this last week, which was awesome. We looked at some like, forest schools for my daughter for next year. That was cool. I did a bunch of paddle boarding on a couple lakes here in town and uh, had working on the farm a lot, which I love doing. Um, but yeah, I've been getting back into journaling and just feeling grateful for how life's going right now. That's awesome, man. So, and you said since we last talked, you sold two more courses? Yep. At 297 or you got some payment plans going in? 297, yep. Okay. Still no still no payment plans, so I thought that people would like that offer, but I guess, you know, if they can't afford the 300, $99 over 3 months is probably not that much of a better feeling for them, but maybe I might try breaking it into six instead like you do and seeing how, how that does. Yeah. So just so people um, understand where you're, where you're at, you know, you're, you kind of open your card up for about five days. Is that right? Yep. And they can, you just have one level of your package. It's 297. They can buy it or not buy it. And then you, you, you send a bunch of emails. You're warning people it's closing. It closes. And then the next day you, um, you open it back up, I think. With yeah, a few days, a few days later, right for three payments of ninety nine dollars, something like that. Yep, yep. Okay, so in my opinion, you're probably just wearing people out during that launch week, and they're yep. they're they're debating whether to buy it or not, and they have to make a decision. And by yep. the end of that, they have made their decision. They've either bought it or didn't buy it, and they're they're yep. just worn out, and they're not. Your sample size isn't big enough yet to definitively say that, but if if I'm going to hypothesize on why nobody's bought it, that's what I would say. Yeah, I I did that technique because I saw another internet marketer that I respect 
did do that. So I figured it probably might be working. Um, I went back and looked at their email now and I realized that they waited two weeks mm. after the cart closed. And, uh, I think I went, went into my funnel then and changed it to like 10 days. It was at three days. So now it's like a 10 day gap before they get introduced to the payment plan. And I think I'm going to actually add a value email in, in between it, just giving them some cool information, maybe one in between it, maybe even space it out to 14 days just so they get a little recharge, you know, Oh, this is a great engaging, cool, free information. And then, and then, you know, maybe within two weeks or something, they are, they're ready to see another marketing email for a day or two or something. Definitely worth trying. And, and maybe it's not so much that people are worn yeah. out. It's just that maybe going to a hundred dollar payment instead of a $300 payment, maybe that's not a big enough jump too. So like you said, yeah. you may want to yeah, try six, six monthly payments. Yep. But sample and size after, is still small. Yeah. And after the payment plan cart closes, I have an email that says, why didn't you buy? And I've uh, got tons of, a bunch of responses from it. And 90% of them are just people couldn't afford it. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good email. I've been thinking about implementing something like that um, because I, I went through your funnel and I noticed you, you sent that at the end. And I was wondering how much feedback you were getting on that. Yeah, I get, I have the other email in the sequence that says, please reply, you know, tell me what is holding you back of starting in the microgreens business. And I, I get pretty equal replies on both of those probably, uh, you know, I get in about close to one a day with about 10, I'm up, up averaging probably eight to 10 opt-ins a day right now. They're down a little bit for whatever reason, but. Man, eight to 10 opt-ins a day and you're getting, and you got two sales in the past week. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I know. I need to, I'm going to get on the YouTube videos here as soon as I get this funnel done and get the, my main email list run through it. I'm going to start cranking out some YouTube videos and then I'm going to start. I decided last time we talked about ads and uh, I was reluctant to get into ads just because I didn't know if I would like doing it. But I realized just the more marketing podcasts I listen to and stuff, it's just like critical skill like a major critical skill most of the good marketers that's you know major part of their business so i i realize you know i need to do it sometime if i want to have a good successful business and it's something you know that i should learn and then probably outsource or hire someone um, but i think i should have a grasp on it first and i can you know avoid a little bit more of the testing expense probably if i learn it myself or the you know the setup costs and stuff like that i don't know and you could think of it you don't have to just think about it in terms of um, being able to make more money. You're able to reach more people and help more people if you yeah. advertise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And for something like this, for online courses, online courses about hobbies, passions, um, AdWords is the best place to start because you're tapping into to traffic to people that are searching for the solutions to this stuff. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't want to get into Facebook or anything, because you have to actively go out and find people that may be interested. Um, yeah. But with AdWords, man, they're already there. They're looking for a solution. What if it? What if there's somebody out there looking for exactly what you offer? And right now they just can't find it. You know, you're yeah. you're almost letting those people down, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know I, that you're exactly right. And I mean, 
I can, I see that demand people cold emailing me all the time, asking me questions and stuff. And it's just like, I always reply back completely honest answer. Like, you know, the number one thing I can do to help you is this course I put together. It's just, you know, I don't have a lot of time to reply to all your individual emails constantly, but this course, you know, is going to get you on the right track quick. Well, cool. Anything else? Uh, anything else of note? Not really. How about you? How are things going? Yeah, man. Busy for sure. Uh, we're just about to move into our new house. We've got, I got the internet set up over there and I, I signed up for the absolute fastest internet package I could find in my area. And it's blazing. I'm really excited about the internet speed. Um, I guess the little things when you, when you work from home. Yeah. But we've had some projects going on. We've got painters there this week and they're going to wrap up, um, in about two more days and then we'll let it, we'll let it kind of, uh, get the fumes out and everything. So we'll be moving in two, yeah. three days after that. And so the next time we talk, I really hope that, uh, that I'll be in my new house and that's exciting man. there. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Um, also of note would be, I've got a little bit of results on my SEO ca campaigns. So I've been working with an SEO, uh, agency for about a month and a half. And I just, we just had our first kind of, um, review actually no exactly a month we've been working together exactly a month and um gotten some pretty good results so far um that that i can share now nothing you know the reason i'm doing this seo stuff is to get more sales right and so nothing's yeah. really turned into more sales yet but everything is trending in the right direction so let me give you some examples okay. i've got about 36 or so search queries that I'm trying to rank for. And that that roughly corresponds with what's in my AdWords account in terms of what people are searching for that I think is relevant that I appear near the top for. And so of those search queries, um, before we started this SEO campaign, my average ranking across all those search queries was 183. All right. So that's on average on the 18th page of Google. And, and most people know if you're not on the first page, then you might as well be on the 18th page. So it's not a yep. not a huge deal, but a lot of room to grow here. So that uh, in the past month, that number has gone from an average of 183 to an average of 66. So on average, these links are links to my site are now appearing on the sixth page of Google, which is still not good, but we're going yep. the right direction. Um, I've got one of these that now shows up on the first page, which is Learn Piano Fast. And the wow. good, the cool thing about Learn Piano Fast is I actually have a YouTube video that ranks first for that search term in Google. And I, it's been there forever, um, or I say forever, a couple of years, a few years. Yep. And now, now my website's actually ranked like eighth. And if I can get my website up there to hopefully second, then I'm going to own the top two spots for that search term, which would be really, really cool. And yeah. if you if you consider AdWords as well, you type in Learn Piano Fast, I've got three results very near the top. So that's cool. And then a couple of examples, um, some some very so Learn Piano Fast, it's not a huge search volume. For example, a couple of search queries that are significantly higher in search volume are how to play piano and learn piano. And we saw some pretty good rise in those those search queries. And that's got those two have the most potential because they're such high volume, but they're also more competitive. How to yeah. play piano? I was ranking 53 and now I'm ranking 30. And learn piano, I was ranking 139 and now it's 34. So both of those are on the third page now, which is great. Wow. 
Now, uh, going along with that a little bit is, you know, I talked about that Tim Ferriss story last week. Yeah. So I had a huge spike in searches for my brand around that time because at first they didn't link that Nerd Wallet article that I mentioned in last week's episode. They didn't link to my site, but they since have, which is good, especially from an SEO perspective, because that's a high uh, authority site. Now they're actually yep. linking to my site, which is great. But they when they weren't linking in the moment, I wasn't wor- worried about SEO. I was worried about those that all that traffic finding me. So it's funny to see this huge spike. I'm looking at a graph right now in my Google search console. There's a massive spike in in uh, SEO traffic because people were just searching piano in 21 days and finding my website and clicking on it. Yeah. So um, I was getting about a month ago. I was getting about 18 clicks a day uh, via SEO onto my website. And today I'm getting 22 clicks per day. And that ignores the uh, huge spike where for a couple of days there, I got about 400 clicks. But that was purely people searching piano in 21 days. They weren't searching like how to play piano, right? Yep. And then the other thing with with that Tim Ferriss traffic is, you know, as you know, my funnel, you can't buy right away. It's like a a week to two week sales cycle. And so this past week, has been a great week because all that traffic is is uh, can buy. So I had a two day stretch here a couple of days ago where I sold sixteen courses. Wow! And, uh, most of those were Tim Ferriss traffic. I mean, ha- half of those I talked to on the phone, and they were just like, "Yeah, I found out about you through the Five Bullet Friday newsletter from Tim Ferriss." You know, I thought yeah. you're. And my approach to piano is perfect for Tim Ferriss' audience because yeah. of the whole 80-20 thing. You know, let's yep. let's figure out the 20% of piano that's going to give us 80% of results. And that's the feedback I was getting yep. from these people on the phone. Cool. That, that's that was, awesome. That was really cool, too. Yeah. Wow. Did you get them to pre-purchase your course about online courses, too? Because they're probably into creating a muse business. Yeah, for sure. No, they, they didn't pre-purchase or anything, but I definitely told them about it. That's awesome. So it's it's been a fun week for sure. And that's it was cool to see a lot of that traffic convert into sales. So for the SEO, did you create specific articles on your site targeting those keywords and then try and do like a little bit of link building around those articles? Is that the main strategy? You know, I, I think one thing I think it'd be cool to have my SEO guy come on this podcast one day and, and kind of talk about my campaigns. I want to get some some more results before we do that. Because yep. I, I mean, I've tried SEO stuff before. I don't, I'm not an expert, uh, not even close. Um, I can tell you what I've, what I've seen on my side, but they're doing a lot of things behind the scenes that I can't intelligently talk about. I know okay. one of the big things they did for me and they're writing content for me. And I was really, really hesitant for them to do that. In fact, when we first talked, I told them, no, I'm going to write the content. You handle everything else. But they convinced me that they knew knew what they were doing. And I've been really, really surprised in a good way about the quality of, of what they've been writing for me. So the one of the biggest things they've done for me so far is they wrote my homepage content on my website. So before I worked with them, my homepage was simply a very simple page. It said, hi, I'm Jock. I help regular people to learn modern songs of the piano in as little time as possible. And then below that, it was a get started here button. Click that. It takes you to another page. Well, what they told me was that it's it's going to be really hard to rank my homepage for various terms um, when there's not much content on there. Yep. And so what they did was they wrote some homepage content for me, and they wanted me to leave my homepage, what I had, alone, and just put this content below that. 
And so people can still go there, click the Get Started Here button, go to another page, no problem. But they could also scroll down and read this information. And they have a yeah. lot of a lot of the keywords we're trying to rank for built into this um, into this text. And it's it's a good long piece of text, but it's something I'm proud to have on my homepage. It's not something I'm embarrassed about. It's yeah. um it it was very clear that they you know went through my YouTube channel, they watched all my videos, they read every you know they just they did their research, and it's wow. I'd like to say it sounds like I wrote it, but that it's better than I could have done by far. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and then they've um they also are pushing some like blog post type stuff to me that they're that they want me to publish on my website, and then they're reaching out to other places. Um, they call it a, you know, an outreach, um, outreach campaign. You know, they have yep. their own piano in 21 days email address and they reach out to people and they tell them they work with me and, um, that we have this article and, you know, asking yep. links to it. I mean, there's all kinds of other things they're doing. Um, I definitely didn't skimp, you know, they're, um, I'm paying them $3,500 a month. Uh, wow. but the results are trending in the right way and the potential is huge. If I can get some of these terms ranking on the first page, um, the, what, what I can make back, um, the potential is there. So that's why I wanted to go ahead and invest in this. And I had the, I have the resources in my business to be able to, to spend, you know, we talked about reinvesting into your business one time. Yeah. I have the yeah. resources right now to be able to do it. Cool. That's awesome. You ready to, uh, jump into our topic of the day? Yep. I'm ready. Sounds good. Video testimonials. Well, testimonials in general, specifically video testimonials. Cool. Video testimonials have been a key a success factor in my business. And so we're going to talk about that today because you're, Nate, you're right there. You're, you're working on some video testimonials. You'll, you, maybe you can update me with where you are on it, but I think this is very relevant for you and for the people listening to this, um, whether you're thinking about, you're right at the beginning of this, you're thinking about your topic you know, you're going to want to to have video testimonials in your mind for down the road, or maybe you've already got a course and um, maybe this is the missing piece of making it successful. So this is kind of where you are in the process, Nate. So why don't you update us with um, with how it's going so far? Uh, it's I got two people. Well, a few people that wrote back, but one of them was just said that they hadn't really got their microgreens business off the ground, even though they loved the course, you know, they, they weren't, didn't feel like you'd leave a video testimonial, but a couple people that said they would, and then, you know, they love the course and they're happy to help me, um, do a video testimonial. And, um, that was about close to a week ago now. And I went back and forth a couple times with one of them and I just haven't felt like I need to follow up with them yet. I don't know. I don't want to pester them, I guess. Uh, give them a little bit of time, but I don't know. Now it's been a week. I'm thinking I need to like follow up and see if they have any more questions or if there's anything else I can do to help them. But to solicit them, I essentially just shot a video with my camera and I said, Hey guys, you know, I'm out here gardening today. And I just, um, my mentor Jacques told me I really need to get some video testimonials up on my page. So I wanted to ask you guys, if you love the course, if you could do a video testimonial, I'm not looking for anything too elaborate, just pull out your phones and record some videos. I might send you some questions or something, and then you guys can just email those videos to me, and I'll do all the editing and everything. And uh, if you're interested in that, I'd really appreciate it. I've got some microgreens mugs that I printed up, and I'm happy to send you a mug if you want. That's pretty much it. Okay, that's great. I didn't realize you had done that. So how many yeah. people did you send that to? 
I sent it to, um, I think there's about 115 on my MailChimp course purchasers list to my older course purchasers list. I didn't want to send it to the people that just signed up the last few days. I wanted to give them some time to digest the course and everything. Okay. So you sent that to uh, roughly 100 people and it seemed like a couple people were going to send you something if you just haven't gotten anything yet? Yep. Hmm. I would have expected expected a better response from a hundred. Yeah, I think only about half the people opened it. I thought about resending it to the non-opens. So you know, that's out of fifty people. I don't know if they're just camera shy or or what. You know, and and I'd already asked these people for a testimonial. Mm. You know, like two months before that for a written one. So they could be that could be another reason. And I got I got a bunch of them on the written one. Uh, written ones, I've got like over ten. Um, so see, well, I just wonder if, you know, people are a little camera shy looking like dorks or whatever, but yeah, they are, people are definitely camera shy. Um, so yeah. let's, that's, you know, written testimonials versus video testimonials. That is something I wanted to talk about because a great way to get started with testimonials is with just written testimonials, because those are much easier. People are much more willing to give those to you because it's, it's easier for them. Yeah. And you can even, and one reason it's easier is because you can just survey your customers, just send them an email and say, hey, just wanted your feedback on the course. What do you think of it so far? And the ones that give feedback via email that sound like a good testimonial, then you can reply back to it and say, hey, thanks so much for the feedback. Do you mind if I use this text with your name um, in promotional materials? Right. So it's not like you even had to ask them for a testimonial. They just naturally gave it to you. And then you go back. And, and, and so that's that's kind of how I did it at first was um, was just that, you know, I just kind of asked for feedback and anything that just sounded like a really good testimonial. I asked permission if I could use it. Yep. And so for the first couple of years, probably I had these three written testimonials that were really, really great. And I used those on my website and I used those in my videos and I just put their quote and their picture on the screen and read it. And it wasn't a video of them, but it was, so that was a good way to get started. Okay. So I, I mean, I could even do that then with creating a video testimonial where I really highlight some of the best written ones and have it's, you know, I don't know, would that be, you think that's better than just having the written ones for them to scroll and, and look at and read themselves because it's just really highlighting it and putting it out there. Yeah, you want to incorporate that into your sales video somewhere at some point in your sales video presentation. Yeah, you want to okay. say, you know, don't just take yeah, it from me. Don't just take it from me. Here's some results um, or some feedback from people that have gone through the course. Yeah, and okay. you can read those. I did do that actually. Now that I think about it, it was in my PowerPoint presentation. So there you go. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Now I say that. So having those versus no testimonials is a huge step. But then going from those to video testimonials is just as big a step. So don't think that I'm saying that you can just use these written ones and you don't have to worry about video testimonials anymore. Yeah. So when I first started getting some video testimonials, um, people were just talking into a camera, telling about their experience. But what's what's really important with the video testimonial is that people get to see the results. So what the, the ones that my potential customers really appreciate are the ones where people are actually playing the piano. Pretty straightforward, yeah. right? If you want yeah. to, if you're looking at piano courses, 
and you come across my website, you say, oh, there's testimonials. Okay, let me look at them. You don't want to just 10 different people telling you about their experience. You want to hear what they sound like after they go through my course. Yeah, I, I wrote and that for the testimonials, the people that said they would do the video testimonial, I wrote them and said, it'd be great if you know you recorded this around your microgreens setup. Like, you know, I got microgreens going in the background. They People want to see that in their video testimonial too. Um, and one of them is, they're both like, yeah, totally. And one of them said, yeah, I'll rec- I'm going to record some of the questions on my, uh, in front of my house setup. And some of them in the, when I'm at the farmer's market selling to people too. I was like, that's perfect. That is perfect. That is ideal. So that's what I was going to say. In your case, it'd be great if you had somebody, A, you know, you want them to talk about the results and the, the, the people, I mean, if they could name specific restaurants they were able to sell to, yeah. or what city they're in at the farmer's market they're selling at, and you know how many sales they made, that's perfect. And then yeah. if you can actually see in the camera shot their, their actual microgreens growing and everything like that. But that's a lot, a lot, a lot of work to ask somebody to do. Yeah. So I, I gave them some questions and some like specifics I'm looking for in the video, and I emailed them too. Mm-hmm. I said, if this sounds too daunting to answer these questions, you feel free to just re- go with the flow and do whatever you want. Just talk about how the course has helped you. And then, or we can do a Skype. I told them too, if you want to do an interview. Yeah, that's cool. So in an ideal world, people would go through your course and they'd love it so much that they would just provide you this amazing video testimonial without you even having to ask for it. Yeah. I've never gotten that. That's ideal. And that makes it easier on your side for a couple of reasons. One is that you didn't have to do much work to get it. And two, there's a little less stuff you have to do on a legal side if that if that happens. So yeah, um, let's let's jump into the legal side briefly. I'm not uh, by any means qualified to talk about this, and so I do need to kind of mention a disclaimer here that neither myself nor you, Nate, are a lawyer, and that um, when you start getting into testimonials and video testimonials, you need to consult with a lawyer to um, to make sure you're following all the the regulations, guidelines, laws associated with with this type of stuff because they they do exist the federal trade commission um, does regulate this stuff and we're going to give you i'm going to the advice i'm giving on this podcast i'm going to focus on you know how to get the video testimonial and how powerful it can be but make sure that that um, you consult with a lawyer to to make sure you're following all the legal steps i can tell you kind of in general what regulations there are um, but don't just take take my advice Got it, yep. Nate. Yeah. Hopefully, everybody out there has got it as well. Okay. So you have to, if you if you are incentivizing somebody in any way to provide you a testimonial, that's got to be disclaimed. So that's why I said if if they just provide you one without even asking, that's great. Mm-hmm. But most of my video testimonials have come from me offering like a free upgrade on my course. Like they sign up for the bottom level package, and I. Uh, bumped them up to the next level in exchange for that video testimonial. And so I, I do have a disclaimer on the bottom of my desk testimonials. Um, it's called the results disclaimer. It's actually a link you go to and it talks about stuff like that, the things I need to 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 be clear on. So you need to say results. Results may vary. These results are not typical. You need to say that, but that's not enough either. Um, you have to kind of, you have to talk about what the variables are, because if you've got this glowing review, then it's not like somebody buys your course and the next day that's where they are, right? You've got people that buy your course and never log in and they're not going to get any results. And so that's, you've got to, you've got to have some sort of typical results, which is somewhere in the middle probably. 
And so you just have to talk about what the variables are that make some people successful, some people not. Um, and so the, this is not a, it, it's not a, it's not a simple thing by any means. Um, you can just go at it and not worry about the legal stuff and whatever. I don't recommend you do that. You can just say, okay, well, who's going to catch me? Who's going to find this? Cause odds are probably, you know, you'll probably be okay. And the, the, the smaller you are, the less you have to worry about this type of stuff. But I'm, I'm certainly not um, saying that you need to not worry about this. I'm just saying you could, you can't, you can't lie. People can't lie in any way in the testimonial. That should be pretty straightforward. But yep. you know, if they, if they made, um, you know, $150 from selling microgreens at the farmer's market last week, they can't say that they made $250. Yeah. You can't hire an actor. Yeah, you can't. No, no, you can't do that either. Yep. So, um, like I said, when you're getting started, you know, just text um, is okay when you're first getting started. Um, survey people, get their feedback. Another thing is, if you've got, if you've got maybe a Facebook group associated with your, um, whatever it is, whether it's a, it probably, hopefully, your paid members. Like if if you if you put them into a Facebook group when they sign up for your course, well, people are always talking in the Facebook group, and a lot of times people will sing your praise inside of there. So you can just do a little screenshot of the Facebook thing because that's got like kind of their name and their picture built right yep. into the text. So that yep. can be powerful as well. That's about half mine that I have pasted up on the website. Perfect. Yeah, I, I've seen that. That's good stuff. Yep. Um, and then the other note I have here is you, you've got to make sure you get these people's permission too. So if they send you something, um, you need to have their permission. If you post it on your website in an email, um, you've got to have written permission, not just verbal, but, um, in, in, a in somewhere that's saved. So, so email probably, um, in terms of getting their permission. Yeah. Okay. And then they just, they, they're, it's, you're not going to get 10 testimonials overnight. You know, I get kind of like one new one every month or two. Yep. And the way that I handle testimonials today, you know, I'm getting, I have 700 customers. I get about a hundred uh, new ones a month. And so I don't worry too much about it because I've got a lot of good testimonials already. But what I'll do is when people reach out to me just with a thank you, like they're almost done with the course, gotten good results so far, that's when I approach them about a new video testimonial. And today I'll usually say, hey, you know, if you could put that in a video, maybe include some playing. If you send me send it that way, I'll just send you some swag. That's just what I say. And basically I'll send them like one of yeah. my books and a t-shirt. I have a feeling that a good one or two really good video testimonials can really bump things up in your business. I mean, I, I haven't gotten there yet, but just kind of what I've seen on your website, you have that one really good video testimonial that you really highlight. I think if I got a really good one, I could see, you know, pretty good 20% bump, maybe even in sales. I don't know, 10 to 20%, which seems like a really high leverage activity. Yeah, it's it's much easier to sell when you've got these other people helping you. When I first started and didn't have any testimonials even written, like that's people just have to take my word for it that this works. And to be yeah. honest with you, I made this course and like, you know, before I made my first sale, nobody had gone through the course. I was just kind of hoping it worked. Now the price yeah. was a little lower so that people didn't have to invest as much into it. And yeah. and doing testimonials could coincide with um price bumps too. You know, if you, you first launch, you could start your price at $100 and then you get some text testimonials and you bump it up to two or $300. And then you start getting some video testimonials and charge four or $500. Okay. 
Cool. And I think the one the one video testimony you're referring to may be the one his name is Kuba and it's twenty minutes long. And this guy, man, he's he's hilarious. Um it was really cool to work with him. But he he got some pretty amazing results and they weren't typical because he was so passionate about this stuff and he already knew how to play guitar and he was just um I mean, he was just thrilled um, with with my course and just the results he got and being able to come come out on the other end and play piano. Yeah. And he was so happy to provide. In fact, I think it was his idea to provide a, a video testimonial for me. And all of my testimonials up to that point were like two, three, maybe four minutes. And he sends me this 20 minute video. And it's funny because he actually recorded it the first time. It was like 32 minutes. And he's like, ah. He emailed me. He's like, I'm sorry. I just couldn't stop talking. It's, it's 32 minutes. So I'm not even going to send it to you. Let me do it again. And yeah. so then he sent me, he sent me a 20 minute uh, version of the testimonial. And it's like two minutes of him playing and the rest is him talking, but he's talking about the process. He's talking about exactly what it looks like going through the course. So when I saw that, I'm like, this is too good to just be a testimonial. This is a case study. And so now that is an email I send in the middle of my launch. Um, to people. And it says case study, Cuba learned how to play piano in 19 days, because that's what he, he says in the video is that it took him 19 days to go through the course. Yeah. So you just never know what you're going to get. And you can be creative about how you use this stuff. That's awesome. Did you see a bump in sales when you added that into your list? Was it a noticeable thing or? It was, it was six or eight months ago that I added that testimonial. So I don't know. And I think I kind of tweaked several things, which isn't a good thing, but I tweaked yeah. several things at once. I kind of did a new version of my funnel yeah. and that was part of it. And so yeah. my, the new funnel, um, certainly had a bump in sales and I, I don't think it was any one thing that did that. I think that coincided when I offered my three packages instead of just the one, man, I'm kicking myself thinking about how I changed yeah. too much at one time so that I really couldn't yeah. measure the success. But I, but yeah. I, what I can see now is that a lot of people who do end up buying, that's the last email that they saw before they ended up making the purchase. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty, that's a pretty powerful testament to the video, I would say. It's pretty good evidence. And then you can even use your video testimonials in advertising. You can go on, you can upload them face to Facebook and you can, um, you can advertise with those and you can advertise if you're on Facebook, you know, the targeting is super, um, super impressive. So it doesn't, you don't just have to put that in front of people that you don't know. You can put the testimonials in front of the people that are already on your email list as just to kind of reinforce this stuff, you know, or you can put it in front of the people yep. that are just, yep. just going through the launch. Um, there's some cool stuff and where I'm about to start working on some of that stuff. I'm taking my video testimonials and I'm adding the subtitles to the bottom. Cause you know how on a lot of Facebook videos, you know, they start yep. playing without sound as you go through them. And a lot of them now have subtitles at the bottom built in. Yeah. So you can, um, maybe you're not in a position to turn the sound on. You can still kind of hear what they're having to say and, yep. and that type of stuff. So they're really powerful. That's cool. Yeah. I'm reading a book or I started to called revenue growth habit. And essentially that's what the book is about is getting your testimonials in front of your customers. They just said it's super powerful. People don't, you know, they want to, you can tell them your course is great as much as you want, but when it's actually people that went through there and got results, it's just such, such bigger proof. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've played piano since I was five years old. So obviously like, obviously I know how to play and I can play like this, but 
when somebody gets on camera and is like, man, a few weeks ago or a couple months ago, I was a beginner and now this is what I can do. Yeah. Uh, you can't beat that. That's I could probably sell my course with just those. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. So what other do you have any other questions about video testimonials or testimonials in general? Not really. Um, I'm just going to see how it goes with these ones. Uh, I should probably follow up with them and see if they're still planning on doing it, if they have any questions or anything. Uh, and then I'll get working on my disclaimer and all that kind of stuff, the legal mumbo jumbo, talking to a lawyer and uh, get that put up into the funnel. Yeah, good. So do you have the, the couple of people that were or haven't sent you a testimonial yet? Do you have their mailing address? No. Okay. So one one way to follow up with them is um, just say, hey, I've got this stuff ready to send to you. Just drop me your, um, your mailing address so I can get ready to send it out. And by the way, how's it, how's it coming? Yeah. And if that doesn't get a response, then, hey, you could even just go ahead and or if, if they respond with their address, but not the testimonial yet, you can go ahead and mail them the stuff because that'll be another reminder once they get it in the mail. Like, oh, man, he sent me this stuff. Now I really got to get to it. Perfect. That's genius. I don't know about that. You don't know about that idea there? No, that, that's genius. No. Oh. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no, not really. No. Okay. Well. You know, we were talking before the the we started recording here. I think next week we're going to do a book review on this podcast. Uh, it's going to be a book I've heard a lot about um, the past uh, year or so, and I personally haven't even read it yet. But apparently, it's your favorite book, Nate. It's one of my favorite books. I actually oh. talk about it. I talk about it in the PowerPoint slides when I'm teach in my microgreens funnel, and I've got a, a board in my room with a domino on it that I'm trying to bust out my dominoes from the one thing I'm, I'm so into it, man. The one thing by Gary Keller, uh, Gary Keller started the, uh, real, real estate company, Keller Williams in the United States. And he wrote this book called the one thing. And I have not read it. I, my understanding is the kind of broad overview thing is that, um, you've got all these things pulling at your attention, a lot of things you could be doing in your life and you really need to, you know, focus on one thing at a time. Yep. Focus on one thing at a time. Ask a focusing question like, you know, what is the lever highest leverage activity? What is the one thing I can do that will even make other things easier down the road? And and then, you know, setting up barriers in your life to give you the space to be able to work on that. Uh, yeah, that's, there's that's a few good. aspects to it. So I know with, you know, I'm, I'm working on piano in 21 days. I'm working on the online course guy. I've got some other things I'm working on. I've got a lot of go going on in personal life. Um, so I know this message is something that I really want to, I want to get into and talk about. And I know you're, um, you're thinking about this stuff too, with just, just even within your, um, your micro greens farmer business, yep. Yep. like I can do, you know, testimonials, AdWords, this, that, you know, where, where should my focus be? So let's, um, let's get into this book a little bit. I'm going to read it this week. Maybe, um, people out there listening can either read it or reread it this week and we'll, uh, We'll talk about it next week on the podcast. Awesome. Sounds great. Okay, good. Well, where uh, where can everybody find you online, Nate? Well, you can find me at natedodson.com, D-O-D-S-O-N, or microgreensfarmer.com. And everyone can find me, Jacques Hopkins, at pianoin21days.com. 
and also the online course guide.com. And if you want to get started in this online course stuff, turn your, turn your hobby or passion into an online course. I've got a free quick start guide waiting for you. The eight steps to turning your hobby into an online course. You can go grab that at the online course guy.com. And in the meantime, we will, uh, we'll get to it and we'll be reading the one thing and we'll talk next week. Sounds good. See you, Nate.